just to give you a broader background before we get into that Zohar, I said, you remember, we were quoting the uh, in Le- Pashat Lech Lecha, the aspect of Brit Milah, and then he goes on to tell us that Moshe Rabbeinu uh, didn't perform it, because there is also the aspect of Brit Milah, and it was accomplished. The reason why Moshe Rabbeinu did not, because he knew the task that lied ahead, and that was, he was going to have to regain control and be master of the universe of which at that time the Egyptians were in total control with their negative energy intelligence total control of the entire human race as Azor mentions in that middle kingdom and that everyone fell under the influence and dominion of the Egyptian and before he could create any balance or any semblance of balance in this universe, making, placing it back into a par, he knew that he would have to confront the energy intelligence when it became manifested. This negative energy intelligence referred to as the Allah. Moshe just has to make a change. Okay. Now, the Zohar mentioned that before the Jew can have dominion over the negative intelligence called the Sitra Achro or Satan or Satan, there is a requirement of the Brit because if the Brit does not cut the Orla at its root, then it becomes manifested and then it's like everything else. Cutting out something rather than not permitting it to become manifest is the difference between no cancer and cancer that already has taken hold. Moshe Rabbeinu, like Rabbi Shimon, who followed in his footsteps, knew that if he was now coming, as his always said, he was now coming in to make an attempt to take control over what I call the Dark Lord, who was Egypt. The actualization of that, the actualization was when it was already firmly entrenched in his own turf, and if he could now completely take not only remove but take this complete embodiment where his potential, remember when we do the Brit, we remove the potential. Does that mean we have now removed the the uh, Allah, the, the dominion of Satan in the world? No. For this particular individual, yes. Therefore, not to have, or not to enter into a kind of uh, position of, of dilemma, that he become entrenched, we are required to cut him out right at the outset. Moshe Rabbeinu knew what was prepared for him. He was entering not into a physical, uh, a physical encounter with with the Egyptians. This was, in fact, the, as we discussed in Shemot last year, this entire encounter, the entire story of Exodus, actually took place before it happened. It took place on that metaphysical potential area. 
when the Jews left Egypt, it was only an actualization of what Moshe had already accomplished long before that day when the Jews left. The actualization took place. But, as we said in Bo El Paro, when God tells uh, Moses, Bo El Paro, come to Pharaoh, and actually all of the, the Zohar and everyone else uh, as a commentator raises the question, why does it say Bo El Paro? It just say, Lech El Paro, go to Pharaoh. Why is he telling him, come? Come with me. He should go. And so, in the absence of of no understanding, they corrupted the translation, and it says, if I can quote, and you will, uh, you you will again see a demonstration of how this important cosmic coded document has been so corrupted, because anyone who knows a little Hebrew knows that the word "bo" means "come," and so in chapter ten, chapter ten. In uh, Exodus, verse 1, it says, And the Lord said unto Moses, Go in unto Pharaoh. And that is a corruption. Because the word bow, there's no way of twisting that word into meaning come. And because of a lack of understanding of the text, you take the liberty of corrupting the meaning and say, Go unto Pharaoh. Alright? But we know that it meant come with me in other words God meaning that that's the force come and let's do battle where the battle belongs on the level of 99% or the level of consciousness where the potential where the seed lies because if you can eradicate or at least create a dominion over evil (laughs) on a metaphysical level the actualization will never take place there will never be dominion of evil if you can deal with it on a metaphysical level, which is what Kabbalah is all about. Why treat the why treat the sickness? Why treat the symptoms when we are at least beginning to be provided with methods by which we can treat not the symptoms, which is what science is all about, but rather get into the potential, into the the cause before the actualization. So when Moshe, as the Zohar says, and this is the secret, and the Zohar is not that clear, and then when I said I did not know the answer to that question, only now did I myself put it together, by realizing that the Zohar brought that factor in, and just pre- preceding this, the incident of Moses, he says, Brit accomplishes dominion over the, over the evil force. And so for Moshe, to be in a position that he can say he he took the full manifestation, not the seed, as we do in Brit Milah, but the full manifestation, and then eradicated it with its manifestation. So, in other words, he took away the potential and the actualization both at the same time. It makes it disappear, basically. And so he dealt with the actualization. Because if you deal only with potential you then can still have him come about again. If you, Brit Milah only removes him from that, from that area. But it doesn't mean the Satan is eradicated because we have made Brit Milah. Check what we said in the morning. The water, the water disappeared, but it's still there. But the water, the energy, intelligence of the water is still there. All right? Therefore, 
Moshe did not create and permitted that kind of environment, that kind of circumstance to arise, where then the the uh, the Satan, which had become actualized in his son, now was prepared to take him into his clutches and even bring him to death, as the verse says. But this was the intent of Moshe. This was the intent of Moshe, and he needed Zipporah, which he explains there. He needed his wife. He needed his wife to perform the Malchut, to perform the actualization. Moshe performed it on that metaphysical level, but the actualization of removing that klipa, but the fact that she had done the Brit Milah at a later date, had it not been for Moshe, and that is the distinction I'm making between children whose Brit has been delayed, where it has become manifested, you would need someone like Moshe, or Moshe's teachings, if there are any, how you can eradicate the manifestation already, and the actualization that has taken place where a Brit where a circumcision has been delayed. That was the case of Moshe. It had been delayed, but there was with intent, so that it could become actualized, and then that actualization would be eradicated. So basically anybody who had had delayed breath is doomed, unless he studies something. Not doomed. Now he now has a problem. He is now more or less on the turf of, of, of Satan rather than... So why does it say that UK Vavke wanted to kill him? What's that? Does it say UK Vavke wanted to kill him for it? So it was a mistake. It, it was... It, yeah, it's, well, he precipitated the whole thing. He, that's right. That's right. What? In the verse, what, what, what Ben is asking is this, we're delving into uh, this, this, this aspect with, with, with uh, great detail. It says, Hashem Hamito, and he sought to kill him. Now there you have the Yudke Vavke, the Tetragrammaton, right? Which is the force, right? The force was out to kill Moses. That's the question that Ben raised. Moses or does he son? No, Moses himself. Sure. The son was incidental because Moses was recognized on another level. I mean, if he was being sent now to perform, and it was only Moses who performed the the exodus, it was not the Jews. The Jews just displayed a little removal of their negativity, but there wasn't anything real positive that the Jew did. In fact, how do we know that? Because the minute... You know, that luxurious dinner of fish wasn't wasn't really suitable. He said, let's get back to uh, Egypt where we can have a, you know, a, a good meal of, uh, of fish, right? If they haven't done their best, probably, how are we expected to do it? Well, that's why they all died and came back again. You mean, so we're doing a good job of preserving the uh, the onslaught and the exodus. How, how could we ever be, think of achieving anything? So we discussed that when, in our in our in our lecture and our session evening sessions on Mashiach. And I, uh, 
you know, for all intents and purposes, if Rabbi Akiva couldn't do it, and Moshe couldn't do it, and all of the giants, who's around here today to be in a position, <laughs> to be in a position to, to, to accomplish what previous giants, previous people of, of spiritual metaphysical stature couldn't accomplish? How could we hope to? But we, we have answered how that is possible. We have we have answered that. He's also saying Baderich Bamalon in the way in the hotel. It's important to mention in the hotel. Not only that, why does he have? And it came to pass on the way at the it came to pass on the way at the lodging place. Well, why should it just say? And in the it didn't come on on the way to the hotel. Why is he telling me about what's happening on the way to the hotel? Tell me the story. Where did it happen? In the hotel, right? Why do I need it in the hotel is what Hezi is trying to, uh, is raising. Why Why do I have to know where it happened? And what happens if it happened outside? I mean, it must be in the hotel. You know, it could happen anywhere. But it also said, but we, we can we can probably stay on these, let's see, there's uh, three verses. We probably spend a couple of years on it. And, but that, that's not what I want to do here tonight, right? Okay. What? Now we'll get back to the yeah. Yitke Vavke. The force, the force works and its intrinsic uh, uh, characteristic is to work in favor of positivity. However, we know what Aveda means, transgression, Aveda. Does it mean the word sin? No. Aveda, because there's so many other words for sin, Avon, Pesha, right? Now we have a new word, Aveda also used to indicate transgression, sin. But Aveda comes from that simple word Avar. In other words, when we create a kind of um, short-circuitness, what happens with the electricity? It was drawn into the bulb. Where does it go? Well, it goes into that little black space on the... uh, on the uh, area surrounding where the electrical electric current comes out. It's been passed over into the Dark Lord, into the Black Lord. What happened here was because the, the Satan, Satan had become manifested and actualized, he has then, what comes through that, male sexual organ, we said, a powerful force. That powerful force is the force. And here, Satan was in control of the force because he was permitted to become manifest. He was now using that same force, like in a bulb, you have positive and negative. Is that right? Is there a different kind of electrical current in the positive pole as there is in the negative pole? No. It's the same force. Same force that can operate in a positive way and the same force that operates in a negative way. Is there any force in this world that is not governed by the force of Yudke Vavke? Nothing happens in this universe without the force. The only difference is, is how this force becomes actualized. Whether we, through Averot, pass it over and it becomes manifested in the dark side or it becomes manifested in the white side. That's the only difference. But it is always the force that makes things move. Whether the, the Satan cannot exist as the Zohar, only and provided we furnish him with his sustenance. How do we furnish the Dark Lord with his sustenance? 
is by providing him with that energy with which we draw and pass it over to him. When we create a short-circuitness, you create something called black, the dark law. There he is at every bulb. Or, unfortunately, for most people, they don't. They can only see that that uh, uh, that uh, that situation occurring in the bulb. I mean, why why do you have black around where the short circuit has occurred? Why black? Why anything? But that's what's indicated. That current has been passed over, passed over to the dark lord, and that's what happened over here. And therefore, it says that there was a the force was being united to an extent. In fact, that's the whole tikkun process where we where, where we draw it out. All right. So we understand to that extent of what Moshe was out to accomplish. In other words, he was actually acting as a double agent. He was permitting the Satan to believe that he's going to become his partner. They're going to operate together. Right? Hashem, when they met. But when they meet, that's what he can destroy him. But he permitted this meeting of this of Satan and Moshe. He permitted it, Moshe, so as to be able to provide or bring back dominion of of the force over the Dark Lord, which was Pharaoh.